three, two, one. Welcome to the Dave the Dog Trainer podcast, episode 136. And today we got all sorts of interesting shit. In about 20 seconds, I'm going to be getting a phone call here from uh, a Reagan Reese, who is the White House or White House correspondent for the Daily Caller that's looking for dog trainers to comment and explain what factors may be causing Commander to bite and have these incidents. So we're going to use that as our topic today, and we will... Uh, let this phone call kind of dictate where uh, today's episode goes. Ah, here's Reagan now. Hello, this is David. Hi, David. It's Reagan Reese. Hi. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Not too shabby. What can I do for you? Yeah, thanks for making time for me this morning. Sure. Um, so I, you know, there's this has kind of hit the news cycle um, pretty heavily that uh, yeah. the in-second dog Shepherd has been removed from the White House. Uh, there's been reports that there were 11 biting incidences within the White House. <clears throat> that move. Um, and now there's also uh, additional reporting that we saw from CNN last night that the biting incidences might actually be more than what we know. Sure. Um, and so I'm curious to know um, what you think might be contributing to these incidences. Why does a dog bite like this um and you know like what why move him from the white house mm-hmm. so i guess if you want to start with um if you th- like what you think could be contributing to this yeah i i think it's a combination of a couple of things like obviously first and foremost we're dealing with a german shepherd and i'm assuming uh biden is not getting poorly bred german shepherds i'm assuming he's getting very good sound stable german shepherds which historically are very challenging dogs, right? They are a uh, they are a one-person dog, meaning they attach very, very strongly to an individual. They need direct guidance from that person. They generally can be very untrusting of other people. And when you look at an environment like the White House, like that's probably the absolute least sound and stable environment you could probably provide for a dog like this, right? Um, so that's going to be, I think, probably the, the biggest issue. I know his last dog... Um, I, I forgot what the dog major or something like that. Um, I know the last dog had similar issues and a lot of people I think are looking at this from the lens of like, Oh, what are they doing? That's so bad. That's causing these problems when in actuality, they're probably not doing anything horrible aside from just the environment is not conducive to owning a dog like that. So they went from one dog that had the issues to another one, which is the same thing that had the same exact issues. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so I think that's first and foremost, the biggest problem. Um, you know, I know they've, they've done training, right? I believe they've sent the dog out somewhere for training. And, you know, then the other side of the conversation is people are saying, well, that person didn't do a good enough job with the training, which I would disagree. Training is generally not just for the dog. It's for the owner to understand what the dog needs from them in order to be successful. And again, you know, all this, this entire recipe of things going on, is just not conducive to keeping this dog successful. Like a lot of the things they would need to be coached to do as far as management techniques, training techniques, things like that, I don't think they would be able to physically do in that environment. So I think that's the biggest issue. Yeah. Um, going off of that kind of training aspect, um, and, and I agree with the, the stressful environment. I imagine that's part of it. I do know, you know, past presidents have had dogs. And I don't think we've seen something like this before. Um, sure. But in terms of the, the training, mm-hmm. um, is it possible that this dog doesn't have like a, a strong owner or a strong leader that is affecting this, is causing it to kind of lash out and be, I 
reckless. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you brought up, you know, past presidents have had dogs and haven't had incidents like this. That's where you get into the breed issue, right? I don't know, obviously, all the breeds of, of, of all the presidents down the line. And, you know, I'm sure there may have been one or two German Shepherds in the White House before that have been fine. But, uh, you know, it really is it really is a breed thing. And, and they are going to need something more than your average dog. From the standpoint of like a strong individual person, that is the handler, right? Uh, and I would assume that, you know, different, uh, you know, uh, uh, helpers or workers are the ones that are primarily caring for the dogs that are there. And in the end of the day, anytime you have a dog like this and their actual owner isn't the one that's actively probably involved in the day-to-day training of the dog, it creates a lot of confusion, right? Because they bond very closely with one individual, let's say the Biden family, but then you have this random person that's trying to enforce all of the rules and boundaries, which just creates a ton of stress. So... Um, I think that's probably a lot of it is, yeah, it's, it probably is lacking some direction and lacking some good leadership, but uh, I don't know how conducive that would be, like I said, given the environment that he's in for it to be successful with this individual dog. Yeah. Um, and also in terms of the stressful environment, um, do you think it's, are there specific triggers in a stressful mm. environment that cause a dog like this to to freak out? I that's, know there's yeah. that the president... And again, I don't know how much he's around the president, sure, but sure. For example, um, the president has, it, there's reports that he kind of loses his temper um, and screams, and um, I imagine that can be conducive with other White House officials as well. Um, could that cause the shepherd to go off? Uh, potentially, right? Um, and and I, I want to be clear also, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's a stressful environment thing that's causing the issues. I think it's just an inconsistent environment that's causing these types of issues, right? So just, you know, there, there's probably not consistent routines that are happening day to day, right? The expectation of the dog is probably going to be different from a day to day basis. He's probably going to be uh, being handled by different people on a day to day basis that are probably enforcing things in different ways, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that could just cause confusion, not so much that it's like, you know, people are yelling and screaming and causing triggers and stuff like that. Um, I think it's more it's more the inconsistency because dogs are creatures of habit and predictability, right? And the more predictable we can make their life and the more we could then give clear direction in unpredictable situations, the more they're going to be successful. And like I said, when there's multiple people handling the dog all the time, that's very, very difficult to achieve, especially with a difficult dog like a German Shepherd. Yeah, so sending the dog to a different location and probably having it be handled by one individual um, who can be firm with the dog is is the solution here, and it is what we're seeing the White House do, correct? Yeah, I mean, I, I really think, you know, in these types of situations, there's not really an amount of training that you're necessarily going to do that's going to make the dog just fine in that environment, because training isn't this thing you, like, put on a dog, and then they're trained, and they just don't bite people anymore, and they handle situations better. Training really is uh, a communication system that both parties need to know equally in order to guide a dog's behavior, right? Um, so, yeah, removing the dog, sending the dog to, you know, whether an individual or a family somewhere that's going to be able to have one hand, excuse me, one handler that's working with the dog all the time, be able to provide very clear sound direction for that dog and be able to have the routines be much more consistent when then what he's currently providing uh, is going to be, yeah, the solution for success in this case. And I think, you know, unfortunately, the Biden family is just going to have to learn that this type of dog, if they want to have a dog in the White House, is just not going to be a, probably a good fit for the family, you know? <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then just the severity of of, of eleven yeah. reported 
bytes. Mm-hmm. Is that concerning and alarming to you? It's yes. Um, I mean, eleven bytes is a lot of bytes. I think I saw. <laughs> I don't remember if it was like it was Joe Rogan or something posted about it and said like, just imagine if your dog bit eleven Secret Service offers, uh, you know, and and what would happen, and, and that would be a very big deal. And even if you your dog just bit eleven people in general, that's a very big deal, obviously. Now we don't really know any information as far as the severity of those bites, what happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, to be able to say how concerning it is. Like, I'm assuming the dog did not, like, maul 11 people where they're, like, you know, completely destroyed from this incident. You know, like, especially with a young dog, it's probably, you know, 11 just standard bites that would happen, uh, you know, that are just constantly getting checked on the list. Uh, and, and, yeah, that's, that's obviously concerning, but, you know... Th- it's it's it, we would need to know more about the bites in order to say like well how would we help it how would we prevent it from happening again is it a situation where a lot of people go to wow 11 bites like we should just put the dog down right but without knowing all the incidents like i could have my dogs in 11 stupid situations right or or 11 situations with zero guidance and have them bite 11 people and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're bad dogs that might just mean that i put them in 11 stupid situations and can easily prevent that moving forward does that make sense yeah yeah. Yeah. Um, well, great. Is there anything else you'd like to add or emphasize you don't think I touched on? No, I don't think so. I mean, it's a pretty cut and dry situation. Like I said, I, I really don't think this is a matter of bad ownership or bad training necessarily. I think this is a matter of just bad recipe of dog and situation. I think that's really the key here. Yeah. Well, great. If I have any questions of clarification, do you mind if I just email you? Yeah, Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks so much for your time. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. What a start. What a start. (laughs) All right, here we are. Could you hear that clearly through the headphones? Pretty well, yeah. All right. (laughs) I feel like she was really, she wanted you to be like, it's all Biden's fault, isn't it? (laughs) That's the funny thing when you do these, um, you do these like phone comment kind of things is yeah. we have like we always record those things because yeah. like you could definitely tell there was a little bit of an agenda behind that right of like a digging a li- she's like oh yeah there's a there's reports of biden losing his temper and, and uh, yelling and shouting <laughs> yeah okay there's reports of me losing my temper and yelling yeah and shouting. are you kidding me like <laughs> yeah that was funny so you always i always i always record those like even when we did like our our new york times interview which still nothing's come out with that yet i think that recently the new york times finally got zach george to like comment on recent things going on so i actually was going to email um the reporter and ask her what the status was on that to see what's going on but anyways even that Mm. i recorded because i remember somebody commented on he's like i hope you recorded that because fully expect all your words to be taken out of context and and spun in certain ways and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so i like having that little like oh here's the full dialogue yeah actually you know she makes it seem like i'm saying fucking biden's the worst guy in the world yeah i know well actually (laughs) we didn't talk about that (laughs) local cleveland trainer says biden is a masochist dog beater local cleveland trainer said that um Donald Trump would raise a dog way <laughs> If this was a Republican dog, yeah. <laughs> it would never bite anybody. 
Never ever. <laughs> wow, that was a what a what a start. Very interesting. So mm-hmm. listen, I mean, so that's kind of the uh, that's the big topic that we're kind of starting off here, right? So eleven mm-hmm. bites, man. Yeah, you know, wild. this is the second dog in this situation. His first dog, Major, we know had bitten Secret Service. Uh, age are they agents? Are they officers? Secret Service I think agents? agents. Yeah. Secret agents, man. <laughs> so uh, Major. Obviously, bit 11, 11 people, man. That's a lot. Wait, Joe was, Rogan did say it best when he said, "I want you to just uh, here." I, yeah, I don't remember if he posted. It. Wait, it's what like was the first dog's post. name? Major. Major and then the second, this dog is Commander. Commander. What fucking names, bro? Yeah. My, my dog Major. Yeah, Commander. So, so Joe Joe Rogan said he made a post. He said, "I want you to imagine what would happen if your dog bit eleven Secret Service agents." <laughs> German Shepherds are really fucking smart working dogs. You're not just supposed to have them lying around and bored, right? So first off, that first point of I want you to imagine what would happen if you talk to 11 <laughs> Secret Service agents, yeah. that is a very true point, yeah, right? It is. Like, she's like, she's like, is it concerning? It's like, well, like, yeah, I mean, any dog biting a lot of people is concerning, it's but like time, yeah. the magnitude of it is like, yeah, I mean, especially when you look at a lot of these situations of like dogs that are like euthanized over such little things or shot by police officers or things like that for like barking at them wrong right and can you imagine if one of these secret service agents was scared and shot joe biden's dog oh my god defense like holy fucking shit you gotta just sit there and you gotta just take it and say all right dog bite me if you want to I'll let it happen. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so okay. So let's you know getting into let's dig into this conversation more, right? She was asking, you know, what could be causing this. Let's look at that frame of mind here, yeah. right? You've got 11 bites on Secret Service agents. You damn well know as a Secret Service agent, if you retaliate on this dog for trying to bite you, pfft, it probably ain't going to look too great for you. No. Right? Yeah. Your Secret Service <laughs> yeah. career is probably done. At that point. <laughs> You disappear. Right? So so what does a dog like this need, right? Obviously, the consistency and the structure and stuff like that is very, very important. But this dog needs to know that biting people is not acceptable. Yeah. Right? Um, and, you know, whether that comes from the person that he's actively trying to bite, telling him, hey, bro, you better not fucking bite me, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> or somebody else. Yeah. Uh, it needs to happen. But if you're you're already in a position where it's like if you do the wrong thing because it's not your dog— Right, your job could be on the line. Yeah. You could get in. I don't even know what kinds of trouble <laughs> you might be able to get in over yeah. it. That's going to cause people to not do the things they ultimately need to do. And then, you know, from a training standpoint, let's say I'm assuming that Joe Biden and his wife have people that are designated to training the dog. Mm-hmm. Right. Getting back to this dog needs to realize biting people is absolutely not acceptable in some sort of very big correction kind of format. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's also a degree of like, well, if you're too firm on the dog, Joe Biden and his wife might be like, what, what are you doing? That's my baby. You can't you can't get on him like that. Yeah. You can't. You, I don't want you to use an e-collar with him, et cetera, et cetera. Right? So there's more dynamics. But, but the problem is like, like we're in just speculation mode with all of this. Oh, yeah. We don't know anything about Nothing. what happened so it's like we do these fucking reports on it and stuff where mm-hmm. it's like we give our opinion on the situation but it's like past just it's probably a bad environment and there's probably yeah. some handling issues as well as some genetic issues with the dog it's like i can't really say specifically who's doing what wrong that's causing yeah. these problems yeah for sure you know what i mean 
Yeah. I just wonder, like, is it, like, how did, how is there so many, because I'm guessing it's not the same person that got bit 11 times. No, it's probably different agents that are probably coming in and out of the property would yeah. be my guess. Like, let's look at it this way. Like, let's say the dog, I'm assuming, has like a, in the, like, what do they call it, a grassy, uh, I don't know. There's a name for the, oh, the grassy yeah. space around the White House. Yeah, I forget what it's called. I was going to say the grassy up. knoll, but I think that was like yeah. where Kennedy got shot or some shit. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, <laughs> it's not the grassy knoll. That's in Texas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, let's say he's like got an awfully share. Let's let's equate this to like a, a more, a situation like your average owner can understand, mm-hmm. right? One of the number one places that I hear about incidents happening with dogs is the following. Dog is loose in the backyard, fenced in contained yard, worker owner's not out there not giving any sort of direction or if the owner's out there they're not giving any sort of direction right and suddenly random worker landscaper whatever just shows up in the backyard startles the shit out of the dog because the dog's like holy fuck why are you on my territory right now and because we haven't given them adequate direction they go running over to investigate and um, deter the situation. They might be apprehensive. They go running over to them. The worker misinterprets it as, oh, this dog probably wants attention. They reach down to go pet him. Right? Mm-hmm. The dog starts freaking out, maybe nips them a little bit, maybe actually bites them, maybe doesn't actually bite them, but just kind of in that, right? Like kind of mm-hmm. nicks their hand a little bit. That's a bite. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that can be constituted as one of 11 bites. And let's say that situation happens repeatedly over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again, right? Yeah. That's going to lead to 11 bites. Or, again, I don't know anything about the layout of the White House, but let's say they have their housing area, right, where they actually live there. And mm. you have to have workers and secret service agents coming in and out, asking you questions, checking in on you, right? Uh, bringing you something that you asked for, mm. right? Uh, 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 coming and bringing the, the, the you know, some, some fancy paperwork you got to sign off on yeah. some new bullshit policy, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, there's uh, never let, a quiet let's, time. Let's say there's, there's constantly things like that happening, right? Yeah. If random people were to walk into my house constantly all the time, at some point, that's going to lead to bites. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Especially if we're not giving them direction. Because every time, if you're not handling those threats by giving adequate direction and going and taking care of them, the dog is eventually going to feel like they need to do that themselves. Mm -hmm. Right? So it's just like... It's so obvious why it would happen. Right? And then we ask, you know, it's like, all right, well, what can we do to prevent it? The absolute only way that this situation would get handled adequately in my opinion would be i'm just trying to think like if i was joe biden if i was joe biden Mm -hmm. i'm joe biden right now you're (laughs) i'm joe biden right now all right here we go okay dog is with me all the time Mm -hmm. just with me all the time he goes where i go I got fucking place cots everywhere in every room I ever might need to go into. When I go into that room, boom, place, boom, place, boom, place, boom, place. I hold him firmly accountable for that, and I go back to bare bones. If this dog has lost all of its privileges to make any decisions on its own right now. Yeah. Right? For sure. Under direct control at all times. Right? And I start with that, and I do that for a while. Mm-hmm. Right? I enforce a um, a a no entry unless notified policy of some shit right so like in my home area 
you it is no longer an open door policy right you mm-hmm. have to be invited in and prior to being invited in I need to give my dog some sort of direction, which is what we do when we have guests come over the house. Mm-hmm. If the dog is in the yard, right, there's a fenced area that I could let them loose to go run around in for now, and nobody's allowed to enter that area unless they give me a notice so I could give the dog then direction at that point, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and I think him actually handling it himself is probably the only way for it to be successful because I think anytime there's another handler that's trying to give direction, but under the guise of like, I don't want to make this person angry, right? Mm-hmm. Or I don't want to do anything that they wouldn't want me to do. Mm-hmm. They're never going to be able to handle things as if it truly was their own dog. Mm-hmm. And the other issue with that is let's say you have the Biden family and like a training staff, right? You immediately create this like good cop, bad cop situation mm-hmm. of like the training staff or the disciplinarians. Yeah. And they have to be the bad guy all the time. Mm-hmm. And the Biden family is just the source of love and affection, which immediately just turns you into nothing but a resource mm-hmm. that's not in a position to give any sort of direction at all. Right. That's true. Yeah. It's funny. I've seen so many trainers talk about over the last week or so here. They're like, oh my God, send me. I'll go fix the dog bowl. It's like, no, you fucking won't. (laughs) That sounds like the worst possible situation ever. If the Biden family contacted me tomorrow and said, David, I want you to come help us with commander. I, I I'm pulled both ways from the standpoint of like, I would be like, damn, this is like, could be one of the coolest things I ever get to do. Yeah. But I would know in the, 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 the deepest part of my brain that it would be destined for failure mm-hmm. and that ultimately for as cool as it might be for the month that I go like live at the house to help like get the dog straightened up and under control mm-hmm. that as soon as I leave, it's going to fail again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. then that's a fucking red mark on you of like, well, you, the fucking trainer didn't work. Right. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's a, that's a hard one. <clears throat> yeah. Like, the clout you would get from it, but then, yeah, there might be some backlash when it bites another five people. <laughs> Eleven, man. Yeah, that's that's pretty wild. But that's absurd. You know, but then you get to, all right, so getting back to Joe Rogan's post, he said, German Shepherds are really fucking smart working dogs. You're not supposed to just have them laying around bored. I disagree with Joe Rogan with that point, right? Mm-hmm. I would, a lot of people, people really want to make this like, like a Biden problem. You know what I mean? People Mm -hmm. really want to make this like, look at how incompetent he is because he can't control his fucking dog, Mm -hmm. right? That's why I was trying to make it so clear in that call. This is not a owner problem or a training problem. It's an environmental problem, which is most of the time what the situation is. When we go and do like serious rehabilitation with people, it's funny. It's it has so little to do with training that you're doing, and it really has everything to do with the adjustments we have you make to the way that you're living with the dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the recipe for success with a lot of this. And when he says they shouldn't be laying around bored all day, I would bet you anything this dog is doing the exact opposite of laying around bored all day. Oh, for if sure. If anything, this dog is probably constantly on the move constantly being changed from one location to another to this and that is not bored at all, but in fact is totally overstimulated all Mm -hmm. the time Mm -hmm. and not being provided the direct... A bored dog is much safer than an overstimulated dog. Because a bored dog is just like, all right, there's nothing exciting happening. I might as well go 
take a nap over here or this mm-hmm. or that. An overstimulated dog is wired and is frantic in their mind, and you need to have a much higher degree of control over them in order to not cause them to cycle too far into that headspace. Yeah. yeah. Right? 100%. So I would, I would completely agree that this is an issue of an overstimulated dog. Mm-hmm. Or, or, sorry, of a, a bored dog. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, just from, yeah, moving around from place to place and then being handled by multiple people, Yeah, you know, constantly not having probably, like you said, probably like a, a chill time because people are always coming into their, where they actually live. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I feel like the, the dog doesn't have any time to chill. Yeah. All right, so let's let's read this article. So Biden, this is from the BBC. Biden's dog commander leaves White House after biting incident. So let's start with this. So the picture they're using, the picture they're using, he actually has a prong collar on in it. So they've obviously done some degree of balance training. Yeah, for sure. Right? Which then the force-free community, I'm sure, is going to look at and be like, they made the dog more aggressive, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. All right, so let's read this. Yeah. The Biden's family dog commander has been moved out of the White House after a series of biting incidents. It is still being decided what will happen to the two-year-old German Shepherd, a spokeswoman for First Lady Jill Biden said. Just last week, Commander bit a Secret Service agent who required medical treatment at the scene. That's the other thing, too, that they, they look at. Like, I could get scratched and require medical treatment at the scene, which is why mm-hmm. it's like nobody knows how serious. These probably weren't. Like, if there was a, if there was 11 maulings, that wouldn't fly. This dog would have no. been dead a long time ago, guys. Oh, yeah. Right? This is just a German Shepherd, an adolescent German Shepherd that's wired and overstimulated and not getting proper direction from anybody uh, and is in a chaotic environment that's causing him to just probably defensively nip because he's overstimulated and nervous and scared. Yep. It was the 11th time the dog has bitten a guard at the White House complex or at the family house in Delaware. The president and first lady care deeply about the safety of those who work at the White House and those who protect them every day. The spokeswoman, Elizabeth Alexander, said in a statement on Wednesday, they remain grateful for the patience and support of the U.S. Secret Service and all involved. As they continue to work through solutions, Commander is not presently on the White House campus while next steps are evaluated. She did say where the dog was, or she did not say where the dog was living or if it would eventually return to the White House. The statement was released shortly after CNN reported that Commander had been involved in more than the 11 biting incidents acknowledged by the Secret Service. It said the real number was higher, with one bite requiring hospital treatment and others needing medical attention from on-site staff. That's the other thing, too, right? Mm. Hospital treatment. Yeah. You could have one puncture and need to go to the hospital for a fucking tetanus or a rabies shot, you yeah. know, and, like, some cleaning and stuff like that, yeah, right? for sure. That doesn't mean it's a big bite. <clears throat> and if only one of them required hospital treatment and the rest needed medical attention, medical attention could be, Josh, will you give me a Band-Aid, please? Yeah, exactly. That could be constituted yeah. as medical attention. <laughs> The White House press secretary has previously blamed the attacks on the stress of living at the residence. As you all know, the White House complex can be unique and very stressful, Karine Jean-Pierre said in July. It is unique and it is stressful for all of us, so you can imagine what it's like for a family pet or family pets more broadly, she added. That same month, White House officials said they were attempting new training techniques on Commander following the biting incidents. Secret Service records obtained by the conservative group through a Freedom of Information Act request reveal details of some of the biting incidents involving Commander. One happened on the 26th of October, 2022, 
after First Lady Jill Biden was unable to keep Commander under control, an email says. Commander came charging at me, the agent wrote in the email. About a week later, another officer wrote that he had bitten twice. Another officer that witnessed the attack said they were forced to use a steel cart to shield themselves from the dog. Again, the attack forced to use a steel cart to shield. That could just be like how many times I've seen a million times before people that are just scared of dogs have a friendly dog running at them that are like hiding behind things. Yeah. Again, this is how words can be spun sometimes. I'm not saying it's wrong, but without knowing the details of the incident, yeah. this could really, really quickly be spun to make it seem worse than it is. Oh, yeah, for sure. Commander is one of the Biden family's two German shepherds. Major, the younger of the two, and the first rescue dog to have lived at the White House, was also involved in numerous biting incidents with Secret Service agents. He was given additional training in 2021 and sent to live away from the White House with Biden family friends. What is this? Let's see. Where's the details? They said somewhere there's details. Here we go. Reveal details of some of the biting incidents. All right, let's see what the details are here. Give us the details. President Joe Biden's dog has on numerous occasions attacked and at times injured Secret Service personnel, according to federal documents released this week by the Department of Homeland Security. Ten alleged attacks by Mr. Biden's German Shepherd named Commander were detailed in 194 redacted pages of Secret Service emails, text messages, and workers' compensation filings obtained by the conservative group Judicial Watch through a request under the Freedom of Information Act. The attacks took place over an approximately four-month period between October 2022 and January of 2023. None of the injuries described in the documents were serious. Well, there's there you go. There's an answer to one of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in one incident, which occurred in the presence of First Lady Jill Biden, an unnamed Secret Service officer wrote in an email that while posted, Commander came charging at me. Recently, Commander has been exhibiting extremely aggressive behavior, the officer wrote. The officer said that the First Lady couldn't regain control of Commander and he continued to circle me. I believe it's only a matter of time before an agent or officer is attacked or bit. That prediction came to fruition about a week later on November 3rd, 2022 in the White House when an officer wrote that commander bit me twice and ran at me twice in another email describing the incident. The officer told supervisors that they were forced to use a steel cart to shield themselves for being charged a second time by commander. The officer in question was treated at the scene by White House medical staff and then was taken to the hospital for further treatment according to the documents. In December 11, 2022, attack in the Kennedy Garden of the White House. A Secret Service agent was bitten twice by commander on the forearm and thumb in the presence of Mr. Biden after the dog was taken off his leash, the emails show. The officer said they received treatment from the White House medical personnel and was able to finish their shift. Okay, so nine out of ten. Guys, <laughs> this is what leashes are for, first off, right? Getting back to like, what are things people can do? Let's put some accountability on people. Whoever is in direct control of the dog, keep the dog on a fucking leash. Mm -hmm. Or if you're going to let the dog off leash, make sure it's in an area where the dog can't get to anybody else. Yep. So the White House is similar to, we talk about this a lot with clients that live in apartment buildings. I always tell everybody, <clears throat> apartments are really challenging. Reason being, you have your house mm -hmm. in the apartment. That's, that's your domain, mm -hmm. right? Then you have all these other people's houses and offices and areas. It's like a mini city that you live within and stuff like that. Yep. In the dog's mind, that entire fucking building is like their house. Yeah. Right? They'll develop the same association with that entire building like my dogs would over our entire property. 
Yeah. Right? For sure. So you go out into all these other situations and you think, oh, we're we're not in the house anymore. My dog shouldn't be territorial anymore. Right? He should be focused on me, this, that. Maybe he'll be a little distracted, but he's not going to have that same sense of like, I need to defend my property. Mm-hmm. Um, but in actuality, they do because it's like the same thing. So you take this dog into all these different areas of the White House and gardens and this and that. And in your mind, you're like, we're, we're out of the home. He should He should just be focused. This is no different than taking my dog into a store or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? But then you treat it like, go do whatever you want to do. And then it turns into a problem. So, yeah. <clears throat> Mr. Biden was present and convened in the very quick interaction of commander and seemed concerned about the agent, according to an unnamed assistant, special agent in charge, who described the injured agent as remaining professional, calm, and showing a mature demeanor during and after the incident. In December 23rd, 2022, attack. An officer was bitten on the arm while the first family was returning from the tennis pavilion of the White House, documents read. I would bet anything that dog was off-leash in that situation as well. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, I was wearing multiple layers of clothing, so it didn't leave any marks, the officer wrote in an email. (laughs) If it was that bad of a bite, it still would have left marks. Oh, yeah, for sure. In an attack on January 2nd, 2023... At Mr. Biden's home in Willington, Delaware, a Secret Service agent said Commander immediately bit and latched onto the lower right side of my back while the officer was speaking with a house guest at the front door. The officer said they did not require medical attention. If it latched onto your lower right side of your back and you didn't need medical attention, it didn't actually latch onto the lower <laughs> yeah, side of your back. God, like, come on. Like, this is yeah. this is where it gets frustrating in some of these situations. This is a dog that's just learning. It could just walk around and just fucking control and nip at everything because it sounds like the dog is constantly off-leash. And as I suspected, you got uh, guys, owners of the dog probably know we're around, mm-hmm. right? Secret Service agent walking to the front door and letting in a house guest, and suddenly this dog's like, who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? Mm -hmm. And goes and tries to control the situation. Yep. Commander was gifted to the Bidens as a puppy in December 2021 following the death of their German shepherd, Champ. Champ. That was it. Earlier that year in 2021, Biden's other German shepherd, Major, was also involved in several similar biting incidents. In a statement provided to CBS News on Tuesday, Elizabeth Alexander, a spokesperson for the First Lady, said that the White House has been partnering with the Secret Service and executive residence staff on additional leashing protocols and training, as well as establishing designated areas for Commander to run and exercise. That's your solution. Yeah. Right? That is, actually, let me be clear. That's your management solution. Yeah. Right? Additional leashing protocols and training, as well as establishing designated areas for commander to run and exercise. Right now, the very first thing you need to do in a situation like this is, if this was just a regular family that called me, is we have to make sure there's not another bite. Mm -hmm. That's it. Whatever you need to do to make sure there are no more bites happening is what you need to do. Even if that means you're not actually solving your problems, you're just avoiding your problems, Mm -hmm. start with that. Yeah. From there, you could put in place techniques to start teaching and shaping more calm behavior around desks that are in the house or workers that are in the house. Mm -hmm. The president and the first lady are incredibly grateful to the Secret Service and executive residence staff for all they do to keep them, their family, and their country safe. Secret Service spokesperson Anthony... Wigglemi said in a separate statement that for the past several presidential administrations, the Secret Service has navigated how to best operate around family pets, and these incidents are no exception. Uh, 
Gloomy added that while special agents and officers neither care for nor handle the first family's pets, we continuously work with all applicable entities to minimize adverse impacts in the environment that includes pets. So listen, I could be wrong from the standpoint of I don't know what the extent as far as having people designated as trainers. It very well may be that they are the ones actively with the dog all the time. Mm. It might be the case, but again, mm-hmm. we don't we don't know, right? Um, But if that's the case, I would actually say if they are the ones directly handling the dog, then the management techniques and the training techniques are going to be 100% on them to enforce and no different than any other household. Like they're going to have to step up to the challenge if they want to be successful with it. Yeah. So interesting, uh, interesting story. It's something else. (laughs) I wonder. Yeah. So how did Champ pass? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Probably natural causes. Yeah, might be just an older dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it sounds like yeah, it's just uh, just the habits of the not saying the Biden family's at fault. But it's any dog. Yeah, it's it could be any dog, dog owner. Yeah, it's any, any dog, dog, owner. dog owner. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, we work with a lot of like high profile families. Yeah, right? we work with a lot of people that live on really massive properties and estates, mm-hmm. and they're busy, successful individuals that get dogs like this, German Shepherds, very regularly. We see a lot of high-profile families get German Shepherds Mm -hmm. with the mentality of, I've got all this land, right? So my dog can get the exercise, Mm -hmm. right? I've got all this land and my family and my high-profile self, which needs to be protected, so we get a German Shepherd wanting to them to be the protector of the household, mm-hmm. but because they're busy, because they go into it with a mindset of like, well, I've I've got the space for them to run, right? And 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 we're here all the time, and there's workers all the time, so they'll constantly be stimulated. They kind of don't realize the magnitude of how much training they're ultimately going to need to do in order to keep the household successful, right? Yep. And it turns into problems like this. And when we work with them, we start telling them, yo, your dog just running around your backyard all day is not adequate for keeping them in a sound state of mind. Yeah. Right? You got to provide structure. You got to provide discipline. Mm -hmm. Right? You're not actually allowed to just let your dog act defensively over the house, even though that's the... In a lot of cases, that's the reason they get these dogs in the first place. Mm -hmm. A lot of the families we work with, they get a German Shepherd because in their mind, it's, I want a dog that's going to be able to protect the house. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right? But then when the dog starts protecting the house and biting all of your work workers that come over yeah. and acting impulsively, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing? I don't yeah. want him to do that. It's like, well, you just said you wanted him to protect the house. They're like, well, like I only want him to, to bite bad people. Guys, newsflash for everybody that thinks dogs can tell when people are good and when people are bad. <laughs> they can't. No. They can't. Yeah. Right? German Shepherds will latch onto their family and anybody outside of that, if you're not telling them, hey, these people are fine, they're going to see them as a threat. Yeah. It's Everyone's just the way a bad that it guy. happens. Everyone's a bad guy at that mm-hmm. point. So that's that's the biggest mistake, I think, is the mentality when people get these dogs in the first place. It's just of the mentality of like, oh, I just I want them to protect the house. That is the mm-hmm. worst freaking mindset you could ever possibly have with a dog. I'm telling you. Yeah. You don't need a dog to protect your house. No. You do not. You don't. No. <clears throat> Yeah, no, what I was getting at with that, though, is like whether it's whoever has been working with them, training or whatever, and they're maybe they're not keeping up with what the, you know, the trainer's saying. But obviously, if Champ had it's kind of the same issues, 
and there's obviously some some pattern that's happening that's allowing these dogs, like you said, like just running free, whatever. And I don't know if it's maybe also because you know he finally became president, and now there's like multiple locations that are home too. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's something. That's too. actually a very good point that I didn't touch on is the multiple household situation, mm-hmm. right? And given the fact that dogs don't generalize very well, you need to generalize your training to all of the households, yeah, right? Exactly. Again, we have clients that have summer houses mm-hmm. in Florida and, and go out of town, you know, and, and, and split their lives in multiple different homes. Yep. And uh, that could be very stressful for a dog as well. It's constantly changing environment unless you're in a position where you're clearly giving direction. That's why we see when when owners move, that could be such a big shift in their dog's behavior, mm-hmm. right? Is because it, it creates problems. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And especially for them, like the White House being so much crazier than, where was it? His other house, Delaware or something? Delaware, yeah. It's probably yeah. one of those freaking Delaware mansions. <laughs> yeah, where it's probably way more chill, you know? And then you bring, you know, sucked them into this environment for four years. Yeah. So it's a, it's not a good spot for a dog. <laughs> it's not. I don't know, man. I mean, it, like, look at it from a minor scale. I had a client reach out to me recently, and we did one-on-ones with this dog like two years ago, something like that. Okay. And she reached out. She said, hey, you know, we've been having some issues with the dog. We want to come do a follow-up session. So we did mm-hmm. the follow-up session. Turns out they just moved recently into this house. They went from an apartment to a house. And they're doing like a full renovation of like an area of the house. So for the last like three months, they've had workers at the house eight hours a day, every single day, Mm -hmm. right? Doing work on the house. Mm -hmm. And anytime you have a big change like that, all these people in and out constantly, you got to look a couple steps ahead and understand that is a big adjustment. Mm -hmm. And that is very, very unnatural for a dog to have random people coming in and out all the time. So she was just, having the dog loose and she's like well they mm. they pet the dog like the first time they ever came so they're good he met them mm. you know he's fine but, yeah. but that's not how it works no. so she ran into like arguably the exact same situation they did which was over the course of like a month the dog was apprehensive but didn't do anything a month and a half goes by and the dog started basically running up at them and biting them on the legs right mm. and it's because the dog was like well, like I don't, I don't know what's going on right now. Nobody's telling me what I should do or what I shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And there's these fucking people that I don't know constantly coming in and out, and I'm uncomfortable with them. And they're still coming in and out, and it's like it builds, 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 and then mm-hmm. suddenly I, I just gotta go handle it. Right? Yep. I'm gonna go make that threat go away. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just 100%. how this, that's how this stuff works, guys. Yeah, it just is. Yeah, it's yeah. No, I I agree with you, especially like. For uh, is it major or commander? Commander, commander, one. yeah. But like how those bites are portrayed, it's just literally like get away. Like it's just a you know. Oh, hundred percent. That, that's all it is. Like I said, like if this dog really wanted to, this yeah. dog would have seriously hurt somebody by now. Yeah. But given the fact that every single one of these sounds like at the worst, it's probably like a tiny little puncture or scratch. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, this so, is just a dog just. <laughs> being a fucking dick because he's yeah. not giving direction. Yeah, exactly. It, this is just a completely like 100, 100% amped up version of what we see at people's houses. Yeah. So. Yeah, this is not, it's not very abnormal. That's for sure. Yeah. So what, like, hmm. I just, it kills me when I see people post though. I see all these trainers, like balanced dog trainers posting. Oh yeah. Send me there. 
send me there. I'll go help them. I'll yeah. go help them. It's like, you won't, though. Yeah. You're not going to help them. <laughs> <laughs> they got bigger fish to fry than learning yeah. how to be the best dog trainer possible for their dogs. Yeah. Especially when in the back of their mind, an alternative is simply, yeah, we'll just go send them to live with the family friends. Yeah. You know I mean, Literally. why would they uproot their entire lifestyle and change everything about what they're doing on a day-to-day basis when they have like arguably like the most important job in the world? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's their top priority. Like yeah. dog training will never be their top priority. Yeah. Right. And like I said, getting back to that point she said about like, well, like other presidents have had dogs before and not had these issues. Right. I'm let's see. Hang on. Let's do a little research here real quick. U.S. president dogs. Yeah. U.S. president's dogs. You got a list? Uh, sort of. Well, here we go. We got we got 15 popular presidents and their dogs. How about that? Okay, that'll work. Uh, George Washington, American foxhounds. Okay, George Washington, <laughs> I'm sure, in 1785... Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure back then the dog probably wasn't even allowed in the fucking White House if the oh, White yeah. House even exists. Did the White House exist initially? Yeah, they built it for him. Did they build it for him? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm sure the dog wasn't allowed in the fucking house. Yeah. Thomas, yeah. I'm, I'm going to skip by all of these like, <laughs> yeah. 1800s presidents because either what happened is the dog was never allowed in the house in the first place or they just like beat the dog to keep it like in check constantly Yeah, because that's what people did back then. Yeah. Well, I think the foxhounds are like a dog pen, you know, outside for hunting. Yeah. Well, we'll just kind of go these, through these, right? So Theodore Roosevelt, St. Bernard... Generally okay. a pretty chill dog. Yeah. Herbert Hoover, wire fox terrier. Hunting dog, but not historically known for being uh, defensive over the home and protecting. Yeah, for sure. Franklin Roosevelt, Scottish terrier. Again, <laughs> not a very difficult dog. No. Eisenhower, two Scottish terriers. Again, not a difficult dog. John F. Kennedy, Welsh terrier. Not a very difficult dog. <laughs> Richard Nixon, Cocker Spaniel. Oh. Gerald Ford, Golden Retriever. Oh, there we go. Ronald Reagan, Cavalier King Charles Spaniel. Oh, let's go. George H.W. Bush, English Springer Spaniel. Bill Clinton, Labrador Retriever. George W. Bush, English Springer Spaniel. Barack Obama, Portuguese Water Dogs. Joe Biden, German Shepherds. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) (laughs) this is a breed issue, guys. Yeah. German Shepherds are probably not the dog to have as a White House family pet. No. We have, I mean, we could even generalize this even further of like most well-bred German Shepherds are probably not great family dogs in general. Yeah. If, let me put my if on there. If you're not going to either provide very, very firm direction or you're going to live a very open door household of constantly having people in and out the house. Yeah. That is so unnatural for dogs, and particularly German Shepherds that have that drive to want to protect. It ain't going to be very well. No. Or herd, right? Herd mm-hmm. and protect. Yeah. I'm curious here. No. What you looking at now? Hold on. <laughs> Hold this thought. Holding. Uh, these are all bullshit. Hold on. 
Because he should have went with a uh, spaniel or a terrier. That yeah, seemed right. to be the populars. All right, so I'm just trying to look up what the internet says when I search, do German Shepherds make good family dogs? Okay, breed traits and characteristics. This is the American Kennel Club. Okay. Affectionate with family, very high. Good with young children, very high. Good with other dogs, somewhere in the middle. Where does it say about the breed? Generally considered dog kind's finest all-purpose worker, the German Shepherd dog is a large, agile, muscular dog of noble character and high intelligence. Loyal, confident, courageous, and steady. The German Shepherd is truly a dog lover's delight. German Shepherd dogs can stand as high as 26 inches at the shoulder and when viewed in outline present a picture of smooth, graceful curves rather than angles. The natural gait is a free and easy trot, but they can turn it up a notch or two and reach great speeds. There are many reasons why German Shepherds stand in the front rank of canine royalty, but experts say their defining attributes is character, loyalty, courage, and confidence, the ability to learn commands from any tasks, and the willingness to put their life on the line in defense of loved ones. German <laughs> Shepherd will be gentle, family, pets, and steadfast guardians, but the breed standard says there is a certain aloofness that does not lend itself to immediate and indiscriminate friendships. So basically what it says is they will attach very strongly to your family mm -hmm. and they'll be great for your family, which we see regularly. Mm -hmm. We see all the time. German Shepherd gets along great. I'm sure they're great with the young kids. I'm sure they're great with the immediate family. They don't have very many issues as far as that's concerned. But anybody outside of the family, this is the nice way of saying it. They will put their life on the line yeah. to defend <laughs> what is it? Uh, Willingness to put their life on the line in defense of loved ones. If this dog genuinely feels like all these Secret Service agents and guests are threats, they are going to put their life on the line to defend those yeah. threats. And then there's a certain aloofness that does not lend itself to immediate and indiscriminate friendships. That's a nice way of saying they could be apprehensive of new people initially and take mm -hmm. some time to build a relationship with, not just immediately. A person comes over, you're my best buddy. A person comes over, you're my best buddy. A person comes over, you're my best buddy. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just not, it's just, this is a breed issue. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, so I'm not very familiar with how, like, you know, like, like police dogs. Like, do they usually go to the home of the canine unit? I think it depends. I think depends. sometimes, yes. I think in a lot of cases, they live with the handler. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. So it's like they create that bond at home, like, so they have somewhere to go. But if you just look at the capability of that breed, like mm -hmm. in jobs like that, like police yeah. canine, right? Like mm -hmm. how many times have you walked by a cop car that's like has the caution canine on the back of it and the dog is just fucking going in <laughs> shit in the back? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like defensive growling, like going fucking ham, mm -hmm. right? That's They're designed to do that. Yeah. Right? They're designed to hunt down a fucking bad guy and bite them. Right? Yeah. So when you look at dogs that have those breed traits, you have to manage that to some extent. You're not going to turn it into something that you're not. And all the people who have had German Shepherds before that they've never had these types of problems with, you got lucky. Mm -hmm. You got a jerk. That's why I said in the in the phone call, like, I'm sure he's not getting shitty German Shepherds. I'm sure he's getting German Shepherds from very reputable breeders oh, yeah. that are breeding dogs for those purposes. Yeah. And then you're trying to make it a family pet, which is just a terrible idea. I, I, I think... 
the the staff, the Miracle Canine Show podcast, they did an episode just recently that was like certain breeds or what? What did it say? Hold on. It said. Yeah. You've got to be a different breed to own these breeds. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. And, and they talked zinger. about if you guys want to learn more about certain breed traits and like how what kind of a handler you need to be in order to own these types of breeds, that's going to be a good episode for you guys to watch yeah. on a YouTube channel. But but that's it in a nutshell, right? If you want to own a dog that has the capabilities of being able to do all of those types of things, yeah. you better damn well be the kind of owner that is capable enough to be able to manage and control the dog that wants to be able to do all of those types yes. of things. Yes, yeah. We get you. We talk all day about this, but that's really it in a nutshell. It's, it's a it's a bad it's a bad mix. You know, this is not the yeah. right dog for this household. No, it's not. You, you know, need to get one of those spaniels. It's funny. We'll see sometimes. Like I look at like all my dogs, right? And let's look at the two extremes. We got Vinny and we have Waffles, right? <laughs> Vinny, a working Malinois that needs a lot yeah. of training. He needs a lot of management. Right, mm-hmm. he needs a lot of control put on him over situations and waffles. Where <laughs> under ninety nine point nine percent of circumstances, anything can happen around him, and he might huff or puff a couple times. Mm-hmm. But I feel pretty damn confident that there is a very low probability of a chance he would ever actually do anything. <laughs> yeah, you need a dog with that kind of a temperament for that yeah. kind of environment. If you don't want your job to be so freaking difficult. I, maybe you should uh, you should offer to uh, offer up waffles as a stand-in until the presidency is over. That's funny. You can use waffles. Yeah, right. You could just <laughs> just keep this guy there. <laughs> could you dog. imagine waffles on the picture? Of waffles in the White House lawn. Uh, he'd be he'd be making big moves. <laughs> yeah, he'd be signing contracts. Oh yeah, he would. <laughs> making decisions about the country. Oh God. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right. Cool. What do you think? I feel good. I think that was a great little snippet. And it, it was something like like I told you, I sent you. And I was like, here we go again. You know? That's the way it works, man. Yeah. But at the end of the day, yeah, it's not it's it's not anything but the environment. Yeah. Really. Like, wrong dog, wrong environment. Well, it's like, you know, people want to look for excuses on, like, what people are doing wrong to cause these issues. And it's like, listen, yes. If we There's really wanted yeah. to be blunt about this... Any one of my clients, I could say it's the client's fault that the dog is the way that they are. Yeah. Right? But when I say that, I say that with the grain of salt of there is a standard in which most people know how to live with a dog, just the way that it's preached from society. And many of these dogs don't fit within that standard. So yeah. I don't blame them for it of like, yes, oh, it's yeah. your fault why I didn't get this way. But like you don't have the knowledge and the education to know what sort of things you're going to need to do to help these outliers of dogs. It's true. Yeah. So, so that's it. So that's what we got. Yeah. That's what's going on with Biden's dog. If you're a dog trainer out there, you don't want this case. Yeah. You don't <laughs> want it. It's destined for failure. Nope. We want this dog can go live out the rest of its life with another family somewhere. Nice, quiet, easy environment. And they really need to just get not a German Shepherd. Yeah. I remember when I think we did an episode the first time the thing happened and they said they got another German Shepherd. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. I think I said in it, I was like, this is going to turn into a problem eventually because 
it's 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 not that that dog was bad. It's just a bad breed. Yeah, I so. mean, what, at this point, what it's got like they got about a year left in the White House, a little over. Yeah, you know, maybe I mean, four more. Maybe four more. But I think yeah, they should just send it to a family friend out in Delaware. Yeah, that chill for a year. You can go see it. You know, once a month. Yeah, and then take it back after. That's what I'd say. Take them out to Delaware. 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 Is that how they talk in Delaware? They're I don't fucking bunch know. Of hicks. <laughs> um, what else is new, Josh? We didn't do our wrap up at the beginning because we got right into a <laughs> phone call. Phone call, yeah. Phone call. Not much, man. Just how's that head? It's good. Why don't right. you turn? Josh here <laughs> has okay. joined the the head tattoo club. <laughs> He looks like he had like brain surgery. He had to have like the back of his head shaved in a particular spot. Oh yeah. Had to get that real high fade. <laughs> yeah, uh I will say she was a great tattoo artist but a terrible barber. Terrible. <laughs> oh, she did the the cut. Yeah, I I cuz I wasn't for sure if I was yeah. going to get it there, so I didn't want so I brought mm. my razor with me, you know, or my shaver. Yeah, yeah. And then, so we went on the streets of Philly, and she just zip, zip, zip. That's funny. Yeah. When I got my head tattooed, I went to the barber the, that day. Yeah. And have them, like, give me a haircut that didn't look fucking stupid, <laughs> where they were able... Yeah. I had, like, a like a reverse mohawk, basically, because it was, like, yeah. the whole side of my head, and I just had them do both sides, and yeah. that was it. Dang. It sucked, because I got mine in the middle of winter, so, like, Ooh. my head was just shaved bald, and it yeah, was so, so fucking cold. cold out, and I couldn't put a hat on it or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the that's the worst. I'm glad I got it now. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just out in Philly eating a bunch of good food, getting my head tattooed, and uh, and that w- that was it the last week. So, yeah. and then you, yeah, sorry we didn't get a, a podcast up uh, last week. Uh, David was on like 35 podcasts I did last week, 127 podcasts. <laughs> so a bunch of them went live. So the Gelman one went live. We've been posting clips to that and linking that one. I had another one that I was on go live yesterday. Let me, let me get you guys the link for that here. Where is it? Let's see. Yeah, here we go. So on Spotify, it is go to the Circle of Insight. And the title of it hmm. is We Chat with David the Dog. Or wait. We chat with David of the David the Dog Trainer podcast on dog behavior. It's an hour and a half. This was a really, really good podcast episode I did. So Carlos, uh, he does this Circle of Insight podcast, and he is a professor of criminal psychology, I believe. Wow. I believe. Something, or he was a professor of criminal psychology or something like that. Very, very intelligent guy. I mean, way smarter than me when it comes to movie recording stopped. Josh, this is what happens. We need your, we need you recorded. Come on. There we go. Look at that. Very, very intelligent guy. Uh, way smarter than me from from that lens. And and I think because of that, because he knows a lot about psychology and 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 you know has studied it extensively and stuff. It brought up some very interesting conversation. Yeah. Just he, he was asking me questions in ways that I haven't been asked questions before, mm-hmm. which I like, right? It gets refreshing sometimes when I talk to people that aren't dog trainers that ask questions in different lights 
where I, it, it forces me to articulate things differently. So mm. I, I actually really, really enjoyed that podcast, and um, I, I think people would would like to hear that podcast for sure. Yeah. So I was on that one. The uh, the Dog Trainers podcast, I think, is supposed to go live this week. Oh, you re- got a redo on that one? What's that? You did a redo on we, it? We got it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got it done. It wound up being great. Yeah, we did that one last week, too. Shit. I think we did that one Wednesday, which is why I was just so fried. Yeah. 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 Because we filmed ours, what, Tuesday? Yep. Yes, we did Tuesday this podcast. Wednesday, I did that podcast. Thursday, we were supposed to do today's or or, or our podcast, and we wound up not doing it because then Friday, I had that podcast with Carlos. Yeah. (laughs) It's just a lot of of talking. And and you know what it was? Is Thursday, I had a Zoom call. I had a Zoom consult with somebody. Yeah. Uh, like a training one. So that okay. was... It was just like sitting behind a computer all fucking day. Yeah. You know, just talking to a screen. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, I think you, you hit me up at like 6.30 on Thursday. You were like, hey. <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> I can... I have... My brain is mush. I have nothing I can think to talk I about. I have nothing more to bring to the table <laughs> yeah. for people. Yeah. So... But we're we're back. We're back on the grind. We'll get it. We're We're back. We're, we're back. Good. Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> so, cool. You, you know, know, you know, for the for the most part, how hectic our lives are sometimes. I feel like we've been really, really good about we being consistent. It. Yeah, we're yeah, we're we're very good about it. I, I think. I think. I think in total, we've only missed like ten episodes or something. Like in the, I think it might now be less, like three years that we've been doing this. It might be less than that. I think it might be like six or seven. Yeah, we're you might be good. right. Well, what is it? How many a year? Fifty-two a year. Fifty-two a year. So that would be 156. Yeah. 150. And we started Jan- We started the first of the year, right? Yeah. And so we got... How many weeks left do we have? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So there'll be 12 more. We're on 136. So there'll be 148. So oh, yeah, that's damn. like five. We missed like five. Yeah, like five. That's yeah. pretty fucking good, honestly. Yeah, we're really good about <laughs> that's it. That's pretty fucking good. We do this for you guys. The grind. Wow, that actually really impresses me. Yeah. I really thought it was like 10, 12, maybe something like no. that that we've missed. Uh, five. Five. Shit. Yeah, we've done really good. Nice. Yeah. Like I said, man, it's it's always been fun to just come here and fucking chat. Like, I like it. Yeah, I like it too, and it seems like everyone else seems to like it. So they like our banter. That's from yeah. what the comments were from, yeah. from when you asked everyone the questions. Yeah, come next year. We're talking about this morning. We're gonna we're gonna invest a little bit and in making a little more of a formal studio because this is yeah. basically what the only things we've added are some lights, mm-hmm. new camera, sign, yeah, TV. Yeah, those are the only things that we've changed since we started doing this. You know. And even that, like, we really just kind of jerry-rigged it all back together. Yeah. Here what are you doing? We'll give them the behind-the-scenes. Behind-the-scenes. Yeah, we're... Yeah. We're in my attic, guys. Yeah. Like, I, I want everybody to know that. Like, this is literally just the attic of my house <laughs> that we're in Yeah. that just became podcast studio. But we're at a place right now, I think, where, like, we've stayed consistent enough with this. The viewers have continued to go on up. Like, I'm ready to, to really make... Make it a thing. Make it more visual, you know? Yep. Like, the video quality is good, right? But, like, we could make this into a really cool thing up here, I think. So that's going to be the plan for next year is we're going to make this a little bit more of an actual studio vibe for us. Yeah. So. I'm just saying, man. 
We could turn that thing in there. Yeah, the empty room. Yeah, the empty room. We should just do it in the empty room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. before we would do anything just to make it. make it look raw as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, truthfully, though, that is not a bad idea. But, like, I don't even know how we would... I mean, I need to get that room finished and stuff. It's a big space. I mean, yeah. it's... I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. All right, guys, we're gonna wrap this up. Yeah, sorry, we're rambling. Um, give us, uh, give us some new, give us some, give me some new topics to talk about. I want to do. We haven't done a like a formal Q and A episode in a while, so if you guys yeah. want getting back to audience participation here, leave all of your burning dog training, dog business, anything personal questions. Just, just ask any question you've been ever dying for us to answer before in the yeah. comment section. And our next episode we do, we'll make solely a Q&A podcast where we mm-hmm. burn through those types of things. Ask myself questions. Ask Josh questions. We, it, it, I think that'll be a fun episode. Yeah. Let's do something like that. Give we haven't done questions. that in a while. Yeah. So. No, we have not. So, cool. so that's what we got for you guys. We'll catch you next week and uh, go from there. See you.